Welcome to Inside Yorkshire with Susan, bringing you intriguing details about the lives of people here in Yorkshire. So, come on in and join us. Susan here inside Yorkshire. Now today I'm talking to Mike Barden who is the editor of the Reef and District Gazette. Uh, good morning Mike. Good morning. What I'm interested in Mike is I know you've moved into the area fairly recently. You've taken on a gargantuan task really being editor for this, this monthly magazine and I'm wondering what it was that drew you to actually volunteering to do it as it's a volunteer role. Um, yeah, it was my wife uh, encouraging me, uh, and because I did feel I should get involved in the village life. Um, so when we, when we did move up here, I thought I've got to change the way I am because I didn't need to get involved. And my wife had volunteered locally at a shop in Leyburn, and I I'd seen the 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 role that Martin, the previous editor, said he needed a replacement, and I was nervous, but I spoke to Martin, and I, I really like Martin, and he sort of didn't push it on me and I decided to give it a go. I said, I give it a go and Martin said he support me. And I really liked the Gazette and I thought, this is perfect because this means I, I did say to him, I don't have to go and interview people. He said, no. And I thought, perfect, because I'm used to working at home. And I thought, I can do this. And I just went for it, really. Mm. Simple as that. I know um, you moved into the area. Um, how long ago was it? It's just over a year, is it? It was... <laughs> Yeah, it was about six weeks before the floods. So it was um, March 2020, 2020, sorry, 2019, I'm forgetting the date now, 2019. Um, yeah, on the 20th of March. So you've been here through all of our problems that we've had recently then? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's two floods and one pandemic. Yes. So not bad. No, ongoing pandemic, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's impacted a lot on everything. We can talk about that later. I think that's um, something that maybe people are quite sick of hearing about at present. Mm. What made you move to the Dales, Mike? Um, many, many reasons. I mean, we, we, my wife and I met very young, and we've, been, we've both been watching All Creatures Great and Small. It's a bit sort of a common reason, and we wanted to see where All Creatures Great and Small was filmed. And we stayed in Asquith and loved Asquith. And from then on, we came every year to Yorkshire, all over Yorkshire. I mean, I knew Whitby as a child, but I just felt an affinity to up here. I'm quite direct, etc. I just, I just felt when you came, came to Dells, every time you came in, we said like envelopes, you really felt sort of, I don't know, it just wrapped around you. Just loved it. We came every year and it was one of our wishes to move to the countryside somewhere. Mm. There's a lot of story behind it, but that's the main reason we just came every year and loved it. Oh, then you, um, you, you sent me what, uh, what I think I mentioned earlier on there. You sent me a huge list of all your interests, which would actually interest hobbies, everything that you, that you get up to. Well, not everything. I'm presuming there's more. <laughs> having, having spoken to you and got a feel for um, the way you are. But you, um, you work from home, so it doesn't really matter where you're located, I presume. No. It's changed a lot over the years for everybody. When I first started working at home, it's 2001. Actually, it was, it was funny enough, whenever night, was that 9-11? It's when I first started working on a company that I was working from home, mm. which is quite the early days. But nowadays, 
you don't have to go to the office. And, it, and I did travel the country when I had children all over four days a week, three days a week I was at home. To be honest, I probably get home late because they were there. Missed <laughs> 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 the hard jobs. And, um, but now with the computers, you can do everything from your desktop. So within the last year, I've been, well, over a year, it's been five times in an office. Right. So, no, yeah. no need no. for it. I think it's the sort no. of thing that as well that um, with the current pandemic, sorry, we can't help but mention it, um, that people no. are realising that you don't have to go into an office to function. Very interesting. Mm, and there's a lot of things that come out of this. We could talk about that now or later, but there's so many things that come out of this positive. I actually feel that it will change the way we're ongoing, the way we're yep. working in, in future, because people are realising that you can still see each other, which I, I'm finding the Zoom, I live on my own, I'm finding Zoom meetings are fantastic because you, you can still see someone, you can talk and feel that you're communicating without having to leave the home. I know what was amusing, I, I thought one of the um, a, a clothing website, I'm not sure which one it was, actually said that they were selling a lot of tops for people, but not many of um, not many items from the lower half <laughs> because people are sitting. Yeah, yeah. You can only be seen from I the waist up, can't you? I don't know how they do that. People, You hear people working from home in their pyjamas, I don't know how they do that. <laughs> But there's so many things, we're talking about later, but there's so many things I, I read all the time. So many, I mean, like you just mentioned, people are doing general knowledge quizzes, aren't they? Pub quizzes. And so I think people are doing more to some extent in groups. I think we're connecting. We are connecting more with yeah. people. Yeah. Certainly yeah. Um, where I live, I'm a, a village not far from Ruth here, and we have a WhatsApp group and... Yeah. Every Sunday night, somebody sets a quiz up. It's competitive. Some people are very competitive. Yeah. It's always the same people that win, but never mind. I'm it always is. low down the list. Um, but yeah. it's, um, and particularly, you know, it's teams, isn't it? And when you're on your own, you're at a slight disadvantage. Although I think mentally I would be at a disadvantage anyway. But people are doing more. People are doing more for each other as well. Shopping and different things. And it's... The interesting thing I think is... From what I've read, and I think it's, it's at the start, people were very anxious. At the start, people didn't enjoy it. Now they're finding, like we said, some, a lot of positives out of it. And I think, I mean, it would be very difficult to go back. They think they would like to go back as they were, but I've got a feeling a lot of people won't enjoy it, you know, mm. getting back to work, doing what they do. This thing about travelling on those roads again, you know, getting on those motorways, and trains. I've got a feeling people think, oh, my God. And I think they're going to look back to this and think, I wish I was take more advantage of it i wish we could do some of that mm. i really do well i do hope that it it makes a, a positive difference when we come out the other side because yeah. um i think there's a lot that we can learn from it and uh it's uh it, it will be a different world won't it it's interesting when you're at work and you're in this sort of situation with 9 11 and the bombing in london when i was talking the, the urgency of your work and the target date slipped, slipped a bit more, weren't so important because of what was happening. And then, and then and people realised what's important in their lives. And then we, we started to get away from that, back to the to guessing what lives were about. You know, after, remember 9-11, it started to slip again. I think it will slip again from this. But as we said, there will be a lot of learnt uh, lessons from mm. it. I still think it will slip, but, but not totally. We learnt them, especially about pollution. Yes, yes, definitely. I mean, we're fortunate living here that really there's not, 
a great deal of pollution, but I have hardly shopped. I've hardly been out. Um, I haven't had to fill up. I don't think I put, in fact, definitely, I didn't put any petrol in my in my car all of last month. No, I'm fine. All of last it's month. Brilliant. I started off with a full tank and I've still got probably half a tank. I go yeah. out once a fortnight, if that. I've not been out for nearly three weeks. Now I was actually shopping. But when I last went, I drove down to Richmond and I was thrilled to see because we had had a lot of problems initially hadn't we with people still coming yeah. into the national parks and into the dales yeah but yeah driving from um where i am down to richmond i didn't pass a, until i got to richmond i did not pass I a single car i passed two cyclists yeah. that was all yeah. and it's like yeah. wow you know people are taking note now which is good well, one thing i would like to say is we have now found a way we've become carbon neutral. We, the gov, we've all found a way now that we can beat the, uh, the climate change. Mm. This is one massive way. And I think... It's, it's there. Yeah, I think a lot of the... Um, a, a lot of the travel companies and airlines are not going to be here. They're not going to be here, are they? And... Yeah, because I know what, near where I used to live, Crawley, but I live near Gatwick, 25 minutes from Gatwick in, in Sussex. That has been really hit, and Crawley, the town I used to go to now and again, the cinema, that has been hit. So many people are out of work from Gatwick. Mm. I mean, there's a, there's, yeah, what can you do? Nothing you can do. No, Wait no, it's, um, it's not good. Now then, homeworking, are you work for, are you happy to share who you work for? Oh, I, I share, I can't be anything, I won't share, I'm terrible now. Fujitsu, uh, Fujitsu, so... Um, we obviously based out of Tokyo, the head office. Um, that's very interesting, actually. Uh, worldwide Fujitsu. But the job I do is I I will be working for any company in the UK um, that Fujitsu deal with. So I've done, I've done in my career, I've done, well, a lot of people on, on uh, listening to this would know the um, Harrier fighter, the Harrier jet. I've worked on that. I've worked on, unfortunately, I've worked on drones. I've worked on Type 45 Destroyer. I've worked on Eurofighter, but I've worked in government. I've worked in Home Office. I've worked in, um, I'm working in Department of Work and Pensions at the moment. I've worked General Dynamics, BA Systems. I've worked in Whitbread, Premier Inn. You can say what I'm saying. Yeah. I've worked. Eric. Very varied. So I, great thing about it is, although I've got great anxiety, I love change now. Mm. I constantly change different jobs, really. That's why I've stuck in a job. So, so within within Fujitsu, then you can you outsource to all these various companies, are you? Mm. Yeah, I've done many roles. I've managed like um, seventy five people at once. I've managed. I've done so much. Now I don't tend to manage lead teams. We all do that. We become leaders. We think that's great, don't we? We think it's great being a manager. <laughs> but I've done so much, mm. and I work for any company. Yeah, I'm quite. And and we all know that it's become easier. The business world has become more family friendly. Mm. The way it is, you can be more open, which is good for me because I'm always too open. Um, but I, I can't say I'd move on because I work for so many companies. And the variety keeps your your interest, I in presume. Moments. And I never say no. If someone said, and I, I've taught a lot, I've met, I mentor a lot of people. And if someone said, "What are you specialised in?" I do have one specialisation, but I just get. I've always just said, I'll take that on any technology and I get a pile of books, read them, 
whatever, learn the thing. Mm. The trouble with that is I'm the type of person, if I look at something I've written a year ago, I can't believe I've written it. I've forgotten it because I learned so much. Well, you mean it, whatever you put in pushes something else out, does it? Yeah, and uh, I can read documentation. When I'm written it, I'm not happy with it. You never finish documentation. It's like the Gazette. Never happy with it totally. Uh, But a year later, I think, why did I do that? That's not bad. Mm. But um, Yeah, I... It's strange. I, I never say never now. And also, very importantly, I've got a lot of subject matter in my brain, but I think there's a bit of ageism. It will never go away. And I know at 56, for my bosses, I've got to say, yeah, I'll do it. I've got to be flexible, not be difficult, which is easy for my age. Uh, and just, be t- just I'll take it on. I'll do it for mm. you. I'll realise that to keep it valuable. What they always say, really, and um, you having volunteered to um, edit the Gazette, is if you want something doing, ask a busy person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. The Gazette, it takes me, I do, I, I, it takes me so much time. I've spent so many different angles how to do it. Mm. It still takes, I mean, five days is easy, but touching it in and out, in and out, it's surprising and that's like a moan but it isn't it's, I get stressed about it and but the output I can't can't let it go I'll give you a friend's I mean last month I thought oh I'm not getting responses I thought right I'm going to put a boring one out and see what <laughs> see if I get any responses but I got to get I got to do it I, thought, I can't do that I just can't do it I wouldn't enjoy it mm. so that's my attitude towards the Gazette I do like it you have um you said you have you regularly put out two thousand um, copies of it, and as well as that, you uh, post out to um, 64, 64 subscribers who are out out of the area, and also do large ones for care homes. Which is I've seen them; they look amazing. I, as a as a collector's item, I think the large ones are brilliant. Yeah, I haven't even seen them. I'd like to see them. Are they actually printed on? Man, you know, that type of paper, magazine paper. Well, they were. They, they, they were. Paper? I've not seen one for a while, but they've been. Oh, that'd be good because my eyes are getting worse. So <laughs> it'd be quite useful for me without my glasses. Order an extra one for yourself, yeah. Mike. There's so many. It's very difficult doing a set. Um, you think about age groups. You could all, all I decided is you can't please everybody. So I do what I think is interesting and varied, mm. you know. And the con- the content changes, which is good, but it must be quite difficult at the moment um, catering for, a, well, just to say that a lot of it in the past has been, uh, you know, events and things that are organised and companies putting adverts yeah. in. That at present, there's, there's just yeah. so difficult because yeah. you don't want to leave things out, but... We've, we've no idea how much longer this is going to last. It, um, I didn't know. Usually, it, was it, it can get to 72 pages as a maximum, I think it is. And it has to go, people don't probably don't realize, oh, you'd realise, but it has to be, you can't do, I can't do 70 pages. I have to do 68. It goes mm. in fours because mm. of the double spread. And sometimes, so I thought this month, I'm not going to have much. Like you said, like, like the last month, the, we've been in the May one, the, the May one. And, um, but I was surprised what people put in and I put a lot in and, and actually you don't see that I've got another, another document that's called stuff to put in. I always dump stuff in there constantly because my brain, it just never stops. Mm. 
just keeps going. It's, it is managed, <laughs> but it's quite useful. For the Gazette, that's quite useful. I'd say extremely useful, definitely. And thank you very yeah. much for featuring the podcast too in, um, in May's edition. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't do that just because I'm going to be on it. <laughs> I never do that. I, I don't take backhanders. Um, not allowed. Um, I'm not, I'm I not paying you for this anyway. I <laughs> know. Oh, what I'm saying is, I often think, well, I'll get a cup of coffee out of that. But, uh, or cake. But, um, no, I didn't know about it. I mean, I've been here, what, over a year mm. I listen to, again, I, I can recommend, I listen to so many podcasts weekly while I'm exercising and stuff. And why didn't I see yours? I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm not publicising it well enough. That's the problem. No, no. Um, no, I don't know what, how you could, but that's why I put it mm. in. I did put it in because that reason. I was surprised. I found it, and Anne and I enjoyed it, and, and said, "Oh, look! I know that person. I know that person." Yes. And it was good. Yeah, it was good. Very interesting. Well, the the variety that I'm putting out at the moment because I've got. I mean, it's in. It's called Inside Yorkshire, so um, the county yeah. is large. I get more demand really for um, episodes from further afield really leads and different areas oh, where i'm networking now i'm networking yeah. further afield because i can on zoom and there seems to be more yeah. demand for interviews and episodes from there whereas i do like to feature local and um i, I would like more more local as as much as possible because i think it needs to also appeal to the people in the dales but maybe the technology yeah, side of right. it defeats some I don't know. Oh, God. So much you could do. Mm. I've got so many ideas for you. That's <laughs> where I am. Yes, thank you. Just keep them coming, Mike. Keep them coming. I've got... I think, you know, one of the things that I've been in touch with is the All Creatures Great and Small TV, the new TV company. I'm keeping in touch with them. I might have some contacts for, about the, the, the actors who filmed in this area recently. So that might be interesting to some people. I'll, I'll let you know about Was that. Was that for the, um, the next Harriet series? Yeah, Channel 5. Uh, it should come out later this year and it'll be a Christmas special. Diana Rigg, um, Samuel West um, and other famous actors. Mm. Um, I don't know what it'd be like, but I'd be very interested. Yes, definitely. The area. Well, yeah. having been here from um, when the, um, the previous, I mean, having been here a while now, when the previous um, filming was done, it's, uh, it, it's the Yorkshire countryside. And the quirkiness of Yorkshire folk is what sells it to people. I think Yorkshire yeah. as a as a brand, it's becoming a brand really, isn't it? Um, yeah, the cycling, everything. everything. It's, it's actually, I mean, now I've moved here and I did realise, but, you know, my, my, my family, oh, Yorkshire was on the telly. It's constantly on the telly, mm. isn't it? Yes, there's lots. It's good and bad, good and bad. But mainly, it's like you said, it, 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 it shows the character of mm. it, doesn't it? And the, the unfortunate thing for um, interviewing is that some of the people that I would like to interview right now, local here, are not au fait with the technology, would not be able to manage a Zoom interview. So I have to wait. But um, I'm, I'm yeah. growing a list. I am growing a list. Just in, interested to know then, you were, you were talking and you said you didn't mind sharing. What um, You keep yourself very busy, but what else do you do to um, combat the anxiety? Um, it's terrible. <laughs> I wrote an article um, for work. I'm, I've got a disability passport at work for, dis for anxiety, and I was surprised I was 
asked to do one. What happens, I don't know if a lot of companies now have disability passports about anything really. And um, so they cater for you, the manager knows what your problem is, anything, disabilities, it could be health. Um, and I, when I mentioned this, I asked my psychiatrist, I got a psychiatrist even, I don't see him for ages now. And I asked, have I got a disability? And I said, yes, you have. You've got, you've got such an anxiety that, I, that occurred in, I was in the Priory in 2010. And, and, it, and he told me a year or two later that I had such anxiety and depression that he expected me to be out of work and without a family. That bad. And since then, I've, I think, when I look at it, I've got the habit of anxiety. I don't even know why I'm anxious. So I'll be getting up every day. I'll tell you how I cope with it in a minute. And I have, I could say, eight out of ten anxiety, unless I keep my brain, you know, every day. It's like a scream inside my head of not doing something. And to cope with that, I'm always been one of those people that I have to earn my pleasure. So I have to work hard, or you know, I can't just relax. I have to earn my day. So if I, so my anxiety has to be combated by doing something. Actually, it's endorphins, active. I do yoga, I do walking. And I, if I don't do that, I don't, I'm not very happy with myself for not doing it. It's terrible. Um, the gazette's good for that mm. because the gazette keeps me busy. Mm. I just have to do something terrible. Do you have a routine, Mike? Yeah, terribly. How do you guess? Well, when I first was, <laughs> yeah, you have to. And it's terrible because it's too bad. It's too. I don't get nervous when I'm inside the routine, but I suppose I learned the routine anyway for working at home because I felt you had to, mm. to be disciplined. You know, it's, it's, it's coffee, a coffee about half ten. Um, I'd even delay a meeting. If someone at work... Oh, are you missing me. it? You've missed one, or did you have it already? No, I, I had the one I met. I just messaged you. I had that in a black chocolate. And then about, as I said, this four o'clock mark that we talked about, my anxiety, I work till four, and at four, I'm allowed to pack it in, and my anxiety goes down. That's how bad my routine is. I can't even explain And it. what happens if, for some reason, your routine is disrupted? Does that escalate the anxiety? It's fine working past four, disrupted. If, you, if I go around, no, it's okay. I just, I can't explain it. If I'm busy... And disrupted that's fine if i was disrupted and not busy my brain as, you, as i said i think i'm into everything because i like to keep busy mm. but if i if i'm not busy if my I, <laughs> terrible i look at my brain like oh it's terrible like this thing inside my head that i have to keep mo keep um it's like a muscle isn't it i have to keep using it and if it just sits there i'm anxious but breaking my routine I suppose my coffees, I, I need them, but I can't explain it. I need a routine. I'm only allowed to relax till four. If I had a coffee before four, at three o'clock, I'm bad. If I've relaxed, it's terrible, isn't it? It's terrible. I'm not that proud of it, but I can teach. I have learned a lot in all those years. I've done so much CBT, so many psychiatrist sessions which don't work and they blame your parents the old-fashioned ones but cbt's taught me a lot and managing lots of people i've learned a lot and i see the signs and i help a lot of people i'm fed up with it i'm fed up to talk not to now but i think i'd rather just move on mm. in my life i just try to dwell on it 
I feel sorry for my family. I really feel sorry for my family. And when I did have depression, all I wrote about was them, not me. Um, I went in the priory because my, I had two young kids. That was dreadful. How long were you in there for, Mike? Two weeks. And it was frightening because, you know, I thought I'd lost my family, etc. It was in Sussex. And you, you've sort of lost your identity. You think, why am I here? And you're constantly thinking, why am I here? And then you get an invoice for £22,000 for two weeks, which you think, you think they, they wouldn't, the hell, you think they wouldn't send you the invoice while you're anxious and nervous, would they? But I was paid, that was paid privately, but I was in there for two weeks and I was allowed out now and again to see my family, but then I'd have to go back in the evening, which was horrible. Um, two weeks of, and they, the worst thing for me is they kept saying my group exercises can do the world of good. Sitting around in a group, which you think meant to for most people, wasn't for me. Because you'd hear about people who had terrible experiences and you felt really, it depressed you. <laughs> so I was in the priory and the kids said, Mike, come down, come down. And I wanted to read a book and read a book and read a book. And um, I hated it. I hated it. I don't know if it did me good, but I had to keep away from the children. I was worried about the children. Right. Yeah. It was terrifying. Mm. There's lots of things. I can help a lot of people. I almost think of writing about it in Gazette, but I think it might bring people down. But saying that... The positive aspects, though, the positive aspects of... I've got a lot of positives. Um, how to work with it, how to see through it, how to... I've learned a lot. I've read so many books on anxiety, and it's never the right book. You never get the one fix, but you get tips from each book. And this month, funny enough, in the Gazette, coming up, I've, I met a guy who worked at Oxford University, uh, Neil Hayes, who worked with Richard Dawkins. You know, the, yeah. He's great. I'm going to read. I'm going to read the Blind Watchmaker again this month. That's another thing I think about. He wrote a thing called The View from a Lake years ago. Neil Hayes, and I've only got to read it recently. And I'm going to put. He's allowed me to put um, a big extract from it from the Gazette, and it would be about mindfulness, which I've never managed to do. I find it really hard. And but he's got a great method of not beating yourself up and saying it won't work for you. He's written it like that. Mm. So I've got that coming to that. So I've got loads of things I can help people with. I think when you've had problems and you become more self-aware, I had a session after my father died when I really couldn't cope with things. And now um, I recognise the symptoms when they start coming on. Yeah. And therefore yeah. I can deal with it better because never having had any problems and thinking that you, you'd be surprised at how many people have had issues and actually oh, hide them and don't share it. I'd say oh, yeah. I'd say I discovered a friend had had um, a depression after the birth of one of her, you know, uh, postnatal depression. Yeah. And although I would have said we were very close, she didn't ever share it with me until I shared that I was having problems. Well, um, so I'm working with, I'm leading the team with Fujitsu Japan at the moment, two developers there, Fujitsu Paris, Fujitsu... Um, India I'm leading the team United States who uh, all over the phone and UK leading the team developing on that and they wouldn't know I've got anxiety and depression uh, anxiety at all because I lead it they wouldn't know it mm. don't hide it it's just they wouldn't know it they think oh, God how do you do it and you just do it mm. but what I would say is biggest tip for everybody out there that I think and I tell people when they get it you'll never find a fix 
you're not gonna you gotta you don't search for a fix because there isn't going to be a fix you get a way of coping mm. i searched for a fix with all this for ages and i suddenly realized i'm just turning to different you know different sources to get a fix you never i always put it as a scar anxiety depression it's so scary that you're scarred by it but you cope with it it's like everything in life and it you won't find a fix and i think that's a big tip don't expect to solve it get to cope with it i think it well i mean obviously very minor compared to what you've gone through but i do think that the self-awareness and knowing what lifts you up and what drags you down is coping is definitely coping i've found because i injured my back recently and i'd been exercising a lot you know as in walking locally here and the difference it has made not being able to get out and walk has been you know not not good i'm back i'm back into it because i i know i have to and uh it's it's hard it's it's hard but you can't always do everything that you need to and some of my some of my episode editing has had to be put on a bit of a back boiler because I couldn't sit for any length of time. Anyway, we, we, we dig, we're digressing here. Let me just... Oh, you do with yeah, me. Don't worry, do. me too, me too. Um, I'm, I'm wondering just what you've got planned for us for... We've now got... We've got the, the May edition of the Gazette. We're going back to Gazette, sorry, Mike. But with the May edition, yeah, we've we've got out already. What about the June one? Have you? Are you able to? Um... Yeah. Well, only I'm got. I'm, I'm decided about um, my the first page. You know, the first thoughts. Never. I keep changing that. There's, there's a lot that doesn't go in the gazette. I put. I write it down, then delete it, change it. Mm. Um, this took. I mentioned the mindfulness because he's such a great guy, and I read something, and I. I, as I said, I couldn't do that. And I think a lot of people out there might have found it hard, couldn't relax. So that's going in. And there's a guy, there's a podcast called Skeptoid, which I listen to, which teaches you how to analyze um, this conspiracy theories, UFOs, Sasquatch. There's a guy who looks at all these stories around the world, whatever it is, um, about the coronavirus, and he, he, he dissects the truth. So I've written to him. He, he lives in America. He's very popular now. He's allowed me to publish one of his scripted articles about the Rendlesham Forest UFO incident with England or nuclear. Bar. I've got that going mm. in because that's very interesting. Not about the subject matter just, but how he dissects and, and, does, and, and puts his arguments forward. That's going in. And apart from that, I've got to think about books, haven't I? I've got to think about podcasts, films. I don't know. Mm. Apart from that. I've got the, I'll have to do that because the posts are coming in now. I get about, I can get about, it's over 100 emails every month I get. Right. From the Gazette. And the worst things, and that's not a complaint against everyone, which I find very difficult. You know, when someone, like I do, they send an email, and then they send an email a week later, can you change that? And then they send another email, can you change this? And I lose track of where I am. Um, Yeah, 100 emails. Mm. Um, And... Apart from that, I don't know. I love to put those British stamps in. I, do, I hope people enjoy that. I find the artwork and stamps very interesting, the shape of a stamp. Mm. And I love art again. You, you know the shape of a stamp? It seems very special the way the image goes into a stamp. So I've got the, um, got the World War II stamps going in. I do that every month. I hope you'll enjoy that. Um, and apart from that, you know me, I've got lots of manic ideas. <laughs> I did put jigsaw puzzles in, but no one responded. 
one did, one person did. That was a shame. Um, I was hoping to do a jigsaw swap. We can't do it at the moment. But I was hoping people would be for that. Mm. Um, and I'll tell you what's really difficult, the front cover. Um, that was a lovely, bright, a got, lovely, lovely, bright one this month. Yeah, again, luckily I'm into... I'm into downloading loads of art and images down. To, it's one of my hobbies. I love wallpapers and images. I love art. I love photographs. And I saw that artist, found him, wrote, I always write to them. And they really, I always send them a copy when I've done it. So I enjoy that part. But what I will not do, and I hope people aren't disappointed, is I don't want to put a picture of this area every single gazette. No. Because although it's lovely, when you look back over the gazette, say, look, they're so repetitive, a bush, a tree. Sometimes I will, mm. but I don't want to do it. I want to be original every gazette. Yes. I was going to put, if it wasn't for the age group that I wanted to cater, I was going to put Sydney James to cheer us up on one, but I thought people would, I love his smile, Sydney James, <laughs> but a lot of people would understand that. No. I just wanted the big smile mm. or the carry on mm. team. I've got no idea, but I enjoy that. Um, can I just say, I, 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 this month I've left all the emails to the end, so I try and respond to people. And, I, and sometimes I do it in one big bang or sometimes I do it gradually. Mm. And it just depends. And I'm a volunteer. People forget that. Yes, yes. I think that's it. When there's criticism, which will happen on occasions, I know. Um, yeah, it's very hard. Yes, it's not a paid job. And really, it's brilliant that, that you've taken it on board because I'm sure it's yeah. a lot more effort and a lot more work than people realise. Incredible. But... I'm not to complain. And if I, I do, oh, it took me so long. I can't help it. Um, my heart on my sleeve. But I'm not complaining. I took the job on. Mm. It's only when people do complain, I think, well, I write an email. Somebody said, you do it. <laughs> not you do it. And then you delete it. You know, I, think, I don't reply. Best not to reply. <laughs> I have done. And I apologise. But it's very difficult when you get a complaint. And you, my wife gets a complaint in the post office when she works there. Someone might go in and say, your husband missed that out. You know, it's very difficult. And I feel, when I see a mistake, and Marty said you'll see a mistake every month, I feel terrible. You know what I don't do? When I write the Gazette, I send it to printers. I will not read it, you know, while I'm waiting for it to be printed. I won't look at it. I won't let everyone look at it at home in case they find a mistake before it's printed. Mm. Because, oh, no, I've done it again. I can't say I've noticed a lot of mistakes in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, are they glaring it's just like when you decorate your own home and <laughs> you're right and um somebody interested this month what i'm doing this month somebody wrote in i didn't think about it so they didn't like the way i put black text on gray i wanted to color it up and they said we can't see it so i put there's no all my i put it to separate what i wrote out this month is all white mm. the, the black on white see how that looks right so Yes, I think for people with, um, with, well, with eyesight issues, but also um, some colours are, dif are difficult with um, dyslexia, aren't they? Yeah. Some improve the read, that's, some... Yeah, some yes, that's interesting as well. The, the first gazette, I got a lot of complaints. The first gazette I did, but people didn't realise I had to squash it up because it was a flood. Mm. It was a flood and I had to get so much in. Um, and as, as we said, as we said earlier, Mike, you from arriving here, um, we've had two floods and now a pandemic. Yeah. So really, yeah. you're not seeing the area at its best at present or the easiest no. for 
editing a you know editing the gazette because um, it must be very challenging yeah but you know my, you can see the way my brain is it's probably perfect to be editor i think because i i just you mix and match i've got mm. I've got people see I put an article in like I did toys I thought that might really take off you know did you see the one where I did your favorite toy and I thought this is gonna really go 2,000 prints and you got a bit of four replies I think one of my one of my colleagues did um replied and you featured her um it was was really thought it was going well and I thought that'd be great you know lovely memories of toys but you know I didn't get many responses, so that changed. That went. I, I can't remember. I can't remember what you said. Did you share what your favourite toy was? Oh, I had. I had. It's a bit typical. I tutted the Bang Bang car, you know, mm. and then I did a scale electrics one where my sister burnt out the car on Christmas Day. You know, I got it that day. She held down the, the old scale electrics. She held down it, it, it got the burning smell for scale electrics, which a lot of people will remember mm. if they had them. And she burnt it out. They're the two I did. Mm. And then I just stopped because no one no one wrote it in. No. I didn't want to do me all the time. That's not right. I I did. This is a might be a joke. I wrote, you might have seen it. I was gonna start a club here. Um, Billy No Mates Club. <laughs> I called it Billy No Mates, but I think people thought I was joking. Because <laughs> I am a bit of a Billy No Mates. And which people wouldn't believe probably. But I said, oh, I'm starting a Billy Moan Mermaids Club. I've, I've got one member. I'd like to double it. No, I'm not. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I think they thought it was a joke because I was going to put out a Zoom, a Zoom invite. And just I was going to do books, you know, movies, culture, really, mm-hmm. each month for a chat just to see, to talk about these things, to share ideas, podcasts. But I think they thought it was true. Billy No Mates, don't bother. I got nobody. Well, I don't think. Can I just say my take on that? On why yeah. you didn't get any yeah. any um, yeah. any response to that is no one yeah. wants to admit that they're Billy No Mate. <laughs> this is an awful name. Why would Why would you call it that? Change Change the name and suggest and suggest that people who are now used to using Zoom that you get some people who are prepared to yeah. have Zoom meetings. Yeah. It was um, my Monty Python humour. <laughs> I just kind of, there's some, one record of Monty Python. I've got all the, the I had all the vinyl. on. Listen to them. That was nice. It's quite a good hobby, really. I used to listen to them in the evening. Knew them off by heart. But there's one record that had double tracks on it. I, I, if you've seen a record like so you put side B on, and I'd had it for weeks. And one day I put it on, and it was completely different side B. Because where you put the stylus played a different side B. Incredible. And you hadn't realised um, initially? No, because it was all hidden on it. So it had two spirals on mm. it in tracks. Incredible. Monty Python. Yeah. And of course, they're yeah. well respected now. Then it was a bit avant-garde, a bit different than like mm. Monty Python, wasn't it? But, but hilarious and like very... And I think la- so laughter is such, a, is such a good medicine, definitely. <laughs> okay. So for the moment, anyway, this has been um, an engaging conversation. We could probably go on for yeah. another hour, given... That... With me, you could go on for so much. <laughs> well, I talk a bit too much myself, too, so um, not a problem. Anyway, I'll just sign sign off now. So this is Susan yeah. and Mike signing off from Inside Yorkshire. <laughs>